Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give a disclaimer. Today's guest, Aaron, sells essential oils through Young Living, which is a multi-level marketing business. This is not an advertisement for Young Living. We have not used their products, and therefore we cannot endorse them. This episode is strictly informational and to answer your questions about essential oil use and safety for dogs. If you don't think this episode is for you, it's okay. We'll be here next week with a new episode. That being said, if you're going to stick around, there's some good information here, and we hope you find it helpful. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Boston University Podcast. If it's your first time listening, I'm John, a former animal cruelty officer and a former animal shelter supervisor. And I'm Jamie. I am a dog trainer and a certified canine behavioral consultant. On this episode, we're discussing aromatherapy and essential oils for your dog. How's everyone doing today? Today we have a very exciting episode. I've been promising this for a while. I th- for a really long time. <laughs> it's been, what, months since before the baby was born? Yes. Um, we are going to be talking about essential oils and aromatherapy for our animals, which I think is huge. A lot of people don't know about this, but they've seen a lot of things on Facebook. Nobody knows the truth. So today we have my friend Erin with us. We actually both went to Rowan. We did not go at the same time. We were in the same sorority and we have known each other through that and we've connected and we talk all the time about kid stuff and oily stuff and dog stuff. So I have her on today and she's going to give us a little bit more information about the thing that we want to know most about. So Erin, I obviously know what you do uh, to some extent, but can you tell our listeners what you do on a daily basis and kind of how it works in your daily life? Sure. Um, Well, I'm actually a stay-at-home mom. I used to work um, in publishing. Um, I've been a stay-at-home mom for the last two and a half years or so. Um, And with that, I also work with essential oils. Um, We use them daily in our home and with that team, selling and talking about them and, and advocating really for the use of essential oils, and more natural products. I love that. I remember when you posted on Facebook that you left your job to do what you're doing now and how excited you were. Yes. I, it's, been, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster, but um, I do love it. Um, you know, everything has its days, but it's been, it's been really great um, and very rewarding. So I love it. Uh, everyone's got to find their, uh, their little spark in life. And I think you definitely found it. You seem like you absolutely exactly. love it. And that gives you a lot of time with your kids, like time you normally wouldn't have if you were doing a nine to five. So that's great too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, when I was working, I was up actually up in um, Trenton and I'm still um, by Rowan, so in Glassboro. And it's a uh, far drive every day. It was a very far drive Um, with traffic, you know, in the morning and everything. It ended up sometimes being like a two hour drive like there and back. I was driving, I was in the car at least three hours a day, you know, between the commute there and back because of traffic. And by the time I got home, it was, it was six, six thirty. I had to get dinner and then the kids were right in bed and I barely saw the kids or my husband. Yeah. So it was rough. It was very rough. So I'm glad, I'm glad I got into using the oils and being able to use that as, as supplemental income too. Absolutely. How did you get into it? Like what made you kind of do the shift from what you were doing to what you're doing now? So this is actually, um, it's normally flipped, flip-flopped in the life of oil yeah. um, that I've seen. Um, so normally it's the, the wife, the wife or the female, like I said, in the relationship 
that's bringing, doing the research and bringing it in, into the home. But my husband actually, his best friend was using essential oils. And um, he was telling my husband about it. And he was like, oh, we should really try this, this, that, and the other. And I honestly told him, I was like, if you, if you want to just use, like, I'll get rid of all of the candles and all of the, like, plug-ins. But if you want to just use, I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> um, and he, he actually bought, like, he bought the original, like, kit that we had, the original diffuser. And he started using them. But then my daughter actually, um, she had really like dry, itchy, red skin as an infant. And I was looking into things and anything with like the word fragrance in the, um, in the ingredient list is what was really irritating her. Mm. So I was looking into other things of what we could use between um, like bath wash and lotion for her and, and also um, laundry detergent. And I had already been a members of Young Living. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. They hide they hide a lot of stuff um, under the word fragrance. Um, I can go on about that, but I won't. (laughs) Um, So I was looking for stuff to use with her more specifically, and I found Young Living, and we had already been members since my husband was using the oils and everything. So I bought it. um, I bought their their laundry detergent more specifically started using it for her and the rest of us and she she was an infant when we were having issues so like four or five months old she's going to be three in October and I haven't had an issue since with her skin that's pretty amazing yeah so that's really it it is yes as a mom as a parent it's very disheartening to see them in pain, yeah. especially when they're so little and they can't tell you what's going on or what hurts or what's wrong. Mm-hmm. She was actually scratching herself to the point of where she's bleeding. I so can't even very, imagine JJ scratching himself like that. No. That's crazy. I'm like five months old. I can't even put into words. I felt so bad for her. So it's like it forced me to look into what, we were using and the ingredients and everything. And from then I've been just kind of doing it. It's, it's kind of, you know, second nature to me. It comes just, I look at everything before I bring it in our house now. Isn't that amazing how you had a problem within your family and now that sparked what you do for your occupation? I just think that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I love it. It, it keeps us healthy and well and, and overall, you know, a, in good mood for yeah. the most part. Um, so it, and I love helping other people. I've always loved helping other people. So this is definitely like putting everything together. Absolutely. And I mean, I see what you post on like Facebook and Instagram and stuff, like your stories, like your kids love it. Like they are in it. (laughs) They they thoroughly enjoy the products that you use. They do. My, my daughter is so good. Like I just have to, cause you can use, um, oils different ways. And I know we're going to get into this a little bit later, Mm -hmm. so I don't want to say too much, but like I'll hand her an oil. And she knows exactly what to do to do with it. And like I said, she's going to be three. We've been using oils since she was about four or five months old. So she she is so good at it. My son, he'll do it when he's told, but like she'll just grab an oil because she was so little. Um, she'll just grab an oil and start like trying to use it without even like thinking. Oh, it's I love so that. Funny. Well, that kind of sparks my next question. Like, what are the best ways to use? Like this, this has always confused me. How are we supposed to use them slash absorb them? Like, is there different oils that you're supposed to do different things with? Like, 
How does that work? Yeah. So, um, Young Living specifically, so I'm only, I can only speak on Young Living. I've only used their oils. Um, you can use them topically, uh, diffuse them, or um, so ar- aromatically, or um, ingest them. So you can ingest them. That's always been one of my biggest questions. Young Living specifically, yes. Um, like I said, I can't speak on any other ones. Mm-hmm. So Young Living has their own line of, they call them vitality oils. So if you look at the two separate ones side to side, um, the quote regular oils or something that you would use topically or aromatically, they have a colored label. Um, Young Living has their vitality line, which is specifically for um, ingesting. Their labels are white. So that's how you tell the difference between the two. Gotcha. With that, they have a bunch of other, like, uh, ones that you can take, that you can ingest. Um, A lot of them are similar to stuff like spices that you would use. So they have rosemary, basil, oregano, like, stuff like that. They also have celery seeds, carrot seeds. So things that you can ingest as a spice or something, Mm -hmm. you know, that you cook with. A lot of that is what what oils they have as their vitality line. Gotcha. Um, also, citrus things, lemons, oil. Uh, I'm sorry, lemons, oranges, lime, that kind of thing. Those are my favorite. I think grapefruit's my favorite. <laughs> really, I am not a grapefruit person. I love the smell of it, but I can't yes. do the taste of it. I, I can <laughs> have one if it's why. doused in sugar, but when it comes to the smell, I really like the smell. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to eat them. You're yeah. supposed to cover them in sugar. <laughs> I, I just, I can't eat them at all, ever. I just, they're too much for me. They're, they're pretty bitter. <laughs> yeah, they really are. My husband loves them. He'll drink grapefruit juice anyway. <laughs> so when it comes to absorbing them, I see a lot of people using like the roll-ons. Like, how does that work? So is it just essential oils in the rollies or is there other stuff in the rollies as well? There's, um, it depends. So you can, some oils are considered um, what they, they call hot oils. So they'll give your skin a either a cooling sensation or a burning burning sensation depending on composition of the oil. So thieves oil or peppermint oil, for instance, they're considered hot oils. So they'll give you that sensation on your skin. Um, so a lot of times they are diluted, um, and with that you dilute them um, dilute them with a fatty oil. So I like to just call them kitchen oils: olive oil, coconut oil. I think I've heard people doing like hemp oil too. Oh yeah. Hemp oil for sure. Yeah. You can do hemp oil. Um, a lot of people I've heard great seed oil that it's funny because even though like the essential oils have their own properties and do their own things, the carrier oils also have their own properties and do certain things. So a lot of people I've heard use the coconut oil because it's great for your skin. Um, Great seed oil is also great for your skin. So each carrier has its own properties too, but it also helps you dilute. That's pretty interesting. So let's get back to talking about the dogs a little bit, animals in general. Um, what are the dangerous oils that we want to watch out for? And, you know, why do we want to watch out for those? What do, what do they do that's bad? So it's mainly overused with animals. So with, like with anything, you have to slowly introduce yourself or is slowly introduce the animals to 
your to the essential oils, whether it be dogs, uh, horses, cats, um, goats, sheep. Like I know people who use essential oils with their chickens. So it really is just gradually introducing it to them and also making sure that they are comfortable with it. And there's a bunch of ways to do it. And there's, there's some reasons why to do it differently with different types of animals. So humans, dogs, cattle, any type of animal that is a herbivore or an omnivore, they metabolize oils differently than cats do. Being cats are more of a carnivorous diet. That's interesting. Yeah. So the cats, you have to be more careful. Not that you don't have to be careful with the other animals, but you have to be a little bit more careful with cats because they're more carnivorous. Um, So being that they don't eat plants, they don't metabolize the essential oils as well as the other animals do. So there are lists of oils that are not good to use with cats specifically. Um, but as with anything, like I said, just a gradual introduction is best. Um, and there's ways that you can do that. And I, if you guys want me to go through like the, the step of everything, I can, I can do that with you too. Yeah, that would be great. So how to introduce, um, an oil to any animal. So you're never going to want to introduce the oil in times of stress or, and like when they're already anxious suggest or it's suggested to leave the cap on the bottle, sit in front of the animal's nose um, and watch for the response. If the animal sneezes, snorts, has any sort of um, negative reaction to it, you're told to not further expose them to it. Whether it be lavender or, you know, any other kind of oil, if they have a, a negative reaction to just holding the oil in front of their nose, then just stop using that one with them. After that, add the essential oil to your your own skin. So whether you put it on your wrist, behind your ears, on um, you know, rub it on your hand, put it on yourself first. Give yourself a couple minutes, um, like 15 to 20 minutes or so, and then enter the room uh, with the animal. This will um, this reduces the initial impact to, of the scent. Gives it time to the, the the strong aroma to subside a little bit, and then you can wait for the animal animal's response. So whether you're just sitting on the couch with them, or they're they're next to you, they'll be able to smell it on your skin. If again they have a negative response or leave the room, you might want to think about using that a little bit less. Was it something I said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you really so feel. Again, right. So watch for the response. Use use common sense when it comes to it. If they obviously, um, you know, don't like it, don't use it. Yeah, don't push um, it. If they do, exactly. If they don't have any sort of negative reaction, then you can go one step further. Again, add one drop of oil to your hand, rub your hands together, and then hold your hands about four to six inches from their nose, and then watch for their response. If they draw in closer, you're good. If they leave again, you might want to gradually add that to your to the system versus going right for that one mm-hmm. or getting rid of that oil altogether. So yeah, so I mean that's that's how you would use it. I've I've seen and done 
with dogs or cats. Um, many pet parents choose to avoid applying oils directly onto cats specifically. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, that's a good way to start. And knowing that if you could use them topically with the animal or even diffusing around the animal. Gotcha. That's it's pretty amazing how you go through the steps to make sure. I mean, it's just like how we do in training. We, you know, when it comes to anxiety and stuff like that, we want to do desensitization mm-hmm. or exposures. You know, we go super slow with it. And it's just very interesting that you're doing the exact same thing and how pretty much anything right. that you're doing with animals sh- should be done in stages so we don't shock their system. So super interesting. I love that. Exactly. With anything, just keep an eye on them. Once you get to step three, if they do show interest, just keep watch, you know, the first couple times or so. Make sure that they're okay. They're not, you know, showing any signs of, um, you know, distress or excessive scratching, um, licking, you know, excessive sleeping, that sort of thing. Okay. Those are good things to look out for. Yeah. Excessive, like drinking too, or aggression. Even if they did show interest once you got to that last step, once you start using them a little bit more often, like I said, just give it a couple days and then, and then use your, your judgment from there. Okay. I think that's really good advice. Now, can you tell our listeners which oils they should really avoid when it comes to animals? Cause I think this is a big one. This is like the big kahuna. Everybody looks it up online, but you don't know what's right and what's wrong. So, so can if you- I could cut in real quick, yeah. when right. I was at the shelter, I did a uh, aromatherapy program as part of the dog's enrichment. I did a ton of research and we would do different scents into like a mop bucket and we'd mop the room and the room would kind of smell lightly of like lavender or uh, I think we did cedar wood. But there were certain scents that I found like to avoid, but only because they find it offensive because their noses are so much stronger than ours, like cinnamon. Um, and, and I guess more spicier sense right. like that. The only one that I did find, and I'm not sure if it's still commonly used, is tea tree oil. It said that that was like the only really mm-hmm. toxic one. Yes, tea tree oil is, and I, I'm not, I unfortunately, I'm not sure, 100% sure why tea tree, but that is one oil that keeps coming up a lot, like you said, of uh, it bothering animals. Um, there's a really great a reference book that I have the human version of. I haven't gotten the um, the animal version, um, but it's Essential Oil Desk Reference for Animals. It's by um, Life Science Publishing. It uses information from Young Living Oils, and it'll tell you oils that are good to use with animals and oils that are good to stay away from with them as well. Like I said, I know tea tree oil is one of them. I feel like it's with cats more specifically. Again, they metabolize that the oils a little bit differently being that they are carnivorous beings versus omnivores or eating plants. So I found that essential oils animal desk reference. If anybody, if any of our listeners wanted to check that out and purchase it, the link will be in the show notes for this episode. So you'll be able to find it down there if you are interested in that. Oh, perfect. I love the the human, the human version of it um is great i i use it um not necessarily now that i'm i'm used to using oils but when i first started using oils i used mine um religiously i would always open it and see like what's best to use for this or that and it's very helpful it's very useful to have it so if you can i would definitely suggest grabbing that. I think that's a really good reference. Is there any other oil that like sticks out to you that really shouldn't be used with animals? Not off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Um, there, I have a list of oils that are able to be used that you 
can use. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Living specifically has an animal line of oil. And oh, products. nice. Yeah, it's really great. They they're a very versatile company. They're very they they have a lot of a lot of products for a lot of things. It seems like they're looking out for everybody. They really are, and that's one of the things I loved about the company. Um, their animal line is called Animal Sense. They have shampoos, lotions. Um, like I said, they have oils specifically geared for animals. There's anxiety oils for them. There's pain oils. Their their animal line is not as extensive as their their human oils, um, but there's I think there's four or five oils for for a couple of different things for them that you can check out as well. I love that. I think that's great. I mean, it's it's very similar to what we do. I mean, everything that we do with our dogs, we're trying to figure out how to make them feel better in certain situations. And if there is a line that can kind of help us in that and aid in the anxiety, I mean, go for it. Jump on in. After that initial yeah. exposure, is is the uh, the recommended way to use the oils with pets, is that just to diffuse it or use some type of diffuser in the room? Yes. So that's what we, as a family, that's what we personally did. I have a pit bull at home. And um, we, like, like you said, you just gradually started using the oils and she's fine with them. I can diffuse, um, I can diffuse really anything and she doesn't have an issue with it. I personally don't use oils topically on my dog because she doesn't need anything Mm -hmm. at the moment. But also with that, if you are diffusing, you need to give them space. So they need to be able to leave the room Mm -hmm. if they're not a, a fan of the scent or if it's bothering them. So you don't want to use oils or diffuse oils in um, in small locations where they have nowhere to go to get away from it if they want to. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, so with your dog, what are your favorites to use with her and for what reasons? She, I use Stress Away a lot. Again, they're a blend specific to Young Living. Um, stress Away, it basically does what it says um, in the name. And she, I'll just use that throughout the house. And actually both her, um, my dog and the kids calm down. <laughs> I like that. Um, Sign me up. <laughs> I love it. Also, peace and calming. I'll just use throughout the house and everybody's just chill and relax for the most part. Mm-hmm. You can never have too many diffusers though. <laughs> I think we only have one, right? We have one. I see before I knew like that there was... Uh, I guess what you would say, like higher brands than others, like better quality. Like I thought every, I thought all yeah. essential oils were created equally, but clearly that is not the, the ones case. The we have are probably crap. Absolute crap. No, it's from Amazon. It's crap. And it was like a pack of like 50. Oh my God. There were so many cents in there and it was like for what, maybe 30 bucks. Yeah, that's probably a with problem. With the diffuser. So, you know, like I know for a fact that's crap now. <laughs> We probably started with the same the same pack that you guys have, um, <laughs> and I will agree with you that they do not work as well as Young Living uh, works. And uh, what's the saying? Quality is not cheap, and cheap is not quality. So yes, they can be a little bit more expensive, but they are quality oils uh, for Young Living. They take time to love on their products. They have a seed to seal promise so what that means is that from the seed to planting to weeding um the field to harvesting distilling bottling they are part of that entire process 
They know where the seed is coming from. They know that they don't use any herbicides or anything, any pesticides rather, while the crop is being grown. Um, they're very, they're very conscious of the product. And just because something is listed as organic doesn't mean the soil that it was grown in was organic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, really? Soil to be organic. What? Yeah. So they, yeah, it's really crazy. There are loopholes with everything now. Like I can't. It's too it much. It is absurd. So just because they're not using, so some companies, they don't use pesticides on their crops. However, there's a span of time that if somebody previously used pesticides in the soil, there's a span of time that it takes for those pesticides to get out of the soil. So just because it's listed as organic doesn't necessarily mean it's 150% organic. So you have to watch that kind of stuff too. And that's what Young Living does. Um, Again, why, why we were drawn to this company. They love on their products from seed to the bottle to your, you know, to your consumption. I like that. Very reputable company. I love them. They love their customers. Um, I actually had somebody the other day message me and she's like, I got this, I got this order. It's not what I ordered. Like they, they packaged it wrong pretty much. Like mm-hmm. they put her, her name on it, but it was somebody else's package. And so I contacted uh, member services for them and everything. And they're like, oh, she can keep it. We'll just send her her order out. I love that. Like, who, Let me who keep the free that? stuff Nobody. you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> right? So she, she ended up getting, I don't know what it was. She ended up getting like toothpaste and something else that she, she didn't order. But now she gets to try the product and, and they make didn't toothpaste? have to worry about returning it. Wow, they make, they everything. make everything. That's nuts. They do. Our our entire home, probably. I mean, yeah, yeah. Our <laughs> our entire home is is Young Living. Um, shampoos, conditioners, body wash. Um, like I said, toothpaste. Uh, the oils, obviously. You know, just using the oils. Um, they make they are. It's basically a, a wellness company. They make supplements. Everything. Is there anything that that you have um, other than regular oils for your dogs that you use? I know you said that you, they have like shampoos and stuff for them, but is there anything else that you find that directly correlates with your dog in terms of Young Living? She is very easy, thankfully, <laughs> knock on wood. Um, I don't really have any issues with her um, her skin or anything. Um, in the winter, she will get a little bit dry, um, and we have their lotion, more or less, that they that we use with her um but other than like like you said the shampoos and the the oil she doesn't really directly use any other product okay um I guess a question since I have you on the phone in terms of oils and stuff because you know like there's anxiety is probably at an all-time high for pretty much everyone everybody in every thing yeah every type of animal every type of person um is there is there certain I know that Young Living has their blends but is there like can you tell us a couple of like the main scents that help with anxiety yeah definitely so there's a lot but the ones that come to mind first are like I mentioned before stress away uh there's a blend peace and calming that Young Living has but there's also uh frankincense 
lavender. There's another blend uh, called Valor that's really good to use as well. Now, what are the main scents that are in those guys? So I have Peace and Calming right here, um, which has a lot of citrus oil in it. Um, citrus oils also are very uplifting. Um, so a lot of the oils to help lift anxiety will have that. Um, so Peace and Calming has, like I said, tangerine, orange. Um, it also has ylang ylang, which is a floral scent. It is amazing. Um, patchouli and blue tansy. So that's what makes up Peace and Calming. And this is actually one of my favorites, my favorites to use. My kids get this rolled on themselves all day, every day. Um, and it helps with them chill at, chilling out. But like you said, it also helps with the anxiety or the anxiousness of, of all of that. You know what I love? Because we're talking about how different Young Living's oils are compared to like Amazon. Like there's like just the citrus. That's the only thing they have. Everything else you said after that, I was like, I've never heard of these, but they sound so fun. So like, you know that they're really putting in the stuff that really matters. Right, exactly. Yeah, they really take time to look at what the each piece of each oil in these blends, they really take time to see what they do on their own mm-hmm. and putting together a really great scent once it's once it is diffused. I love that. We need to get some essential oils, babe. Yes, I know. Because <laughs> now like it, once you talked about the <laughs> What is it? The the seed to oh, seed to bottle or seed to store? Yeah. Seed to seal. Seed to um, seal. Yes. I now I'm like thinking like, oh my god, what else is in those oils? There's no way. What like the, the ones that we the have? Really crappy ones oh, that yeah. we have. There's yeah. no way it, it's legit. Well, I think this goes back. We've we've talked about CBD a lot too, and I'm very I feel very strongly about the products that my clients use. So when when we go down the route of um, anxiety and trying to fix it. Uh, I always say to start out with CBD before we go to medication. I never like to put a dog on medication immediately. Yeah. Um, and CBD, again. I'm, I'm like that with my kids. <laughs> yeah. It's like not all CBD is created equally. And it's it's a market that's not regulated. So a lot of things like this are not yeah, regulated. Exactly. And, and I, I use one product and that's it. I use it on myself. I use it on my dogs. I know it works. But a lot of them are just hemp oil. And hemp oil does not do what everybody thinks it does. You need the CBD in there and you need full spectrum. So a lot of them will be CBD right. isolate or they say they're CBD, but it's really just hemp oil, which is like the equivalent of like olive oil. And I'm like, you are spending so much money on something that's not doing anything. And then people are like, oh, CBD doesn't work for me. And I'm like, of course it doesn't work for you because what you're buying is just oil. It's, it's, it's not CBD. Right. Exactly. So it drives me nuts. And I'm like, no, you need to, you need to like, and that's how you're saying like, yes, Young Living's probably more expensive than Amazon is, but you're, you're paying for quality. And that's like, why would you want to waste your, your 30 bucks on something that's not going to work at all when you could have put that 30 bucks towards something that's actually going to work. Right. Exactly. And with a lot of the other companies, they use fillers and other chemicals to, uh, stretch out their product. So they'll take, you know, a, a gallon or so of oil, add in whatever else to stretch it out. And instead of having one gallon, you have five gallons. And, and that's like, that's in your air. Like using, you're breathing that. Yeah, exactly. And the whole purpose of using essential oils and, you know, going the more natural route is 
to not have those chemicals, yet they're adding it into it. And some people don't realize that. Yeah. People need to start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, this has been super helpful. John, do you have any other dog questions? I don't think so. Where can our listeners find you and where can they, like if they're interested in oils, if they need to contact you or wanted to order anything from you, where can they reach you? Sure. So for me personally, um, my link is Smile Drop. So it's www.smiledrop.com slash E J Pierce and Pierce is P I E R C E. Um, so that's my direct link. If you have any questions, um, you can feel free to email me and my email is Erin Marie dot Pierce at gmail.com. Awesome. I will add all that info into the show notes as well. If anyone's interested in reaching out to Erin and uh, checking out, some of the oils that she has to offer, probably a lot better than what we've been using. Oh, for yeah. No, we're definitely going to be ordering. Like, yes, this so. definitely put me over the edge. I've been thinking about it for a while. <laughs> we can chat later, yes. obviously. <laughs> we'll set something up. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we've been promising this for like a year now. So, so. I'm, I'm excited that we did it. <laughs> Especially since before know, the baby been comes. been talking about it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I when know. It, when are you due? No, before this one comes. October 1st. And do we know what we're having? We do not. We're do being, not. being surprised with this one. See, I kind of feel like <laughs> I want to do that. Number three, just be totally surprised. We didn't even have two. Well, yet. and I already we'll have one of each. <laughs> <laughs> He's already talking about we number three. So, like, yeah, right. Let's let's get the two first, and then. then so we'll you see. found out with James and Nina. <laughs> I actually no, <laughs> we didn't know with James uh, with our first. We okay. didn't know uh, what we were having. Um, and then with our second, with Nina, we decided to find out. We had all the voice stuff set already. So I figured let's just be a little bit more prepared mm-hmm. and see if we need any anything else. And, and you did. did. And you did. So, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. And we did. So I'm glad we did. Well, now you're uh, set. So you got the boy so stuff then, and you got the girl stuff. So whatever you, you got, it's exactly. going to work. <laughs> exactly. So we're, we're, we're all set. So that's why I figured with this one, why don't we do the surprise again? Because it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. Was it? Oh, God, I think that Um, that would like make me super nervous. (laughs) You know, my uncle puts it like the best. He said once the fun of Christmas went away for there was no really like good surprise in life. And this was like the last good surprise he he was able to have. I honestly just got chills Um, because I love the Christmas surprise. (laughs) That's so sweet. So do I. And I actually feel and I, you know, I went through a little bit um, in life where, like, Christmas was like, eh, okay, that was cool, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I, like, with him using that analogy, I really, I really understood it a little bit more. And I'm like, you know what? This is our last one, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last one. Yeah. So um, why not have that surprise again? Yeah. So, Do you have any inklings of what you think it might be? Personally, I think it's a boy. Okay. Um, with how how I felt pregnant with James versus how I felt pregnant with Nina, this one's more similar to James. Okay. So we'll see. I know people who have had, you know, all of one gender and they all felt different during the pregnancy. That's true. So yeah. it's just, so I, I don't even know. I, I think, <laughs> I feel like it's a boy, but we'll see. Come I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I feel like, I feel like I've been following your pregnancy the whole entire time and uh, I'm invested. <laughs> I'm definitely invested. <laughs> 
Well, we're very excited, and I cannot wait to not be pregnant ever again. Girl, I feel <laughs> you on that. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, all yeah, right, John well, wants a third. So you gotta <laughs> she wants four. I do. I want four. I want a lot of kids. So I'm I'm down with it. Oh, I, I'll do what I got to do. But let me tell you, the second he got ripped from my body, I was like, yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but the second I saw him, I was like, I would do it all over again the next day. You know what I mean? Like if I had to, I would do it again. Yeah, so you forget it. You as do. As soon as you see them, yeah. you forget it. No, yep. it's like mm-hmm. that's that's why people keep having children for that exact moment. They do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you so much for this. It's been a blast. I learned so much today You're and I'm welcome. going to thank be you. definitely losing money from my wallet as I buy all the oils. <laughs> Um, thank you so much. And we're going to link everything in the show notes, uh, so that everybody can find you and learn a little bit more about oils if they want to order. So, um, thank you again. We really appreciate thank it. You. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I love being here. Thank you. Say bye to James and Nina for us. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day. You too. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. bye. That was great. Yeah. I learned a lot. I think that our listeners probably did too, so they can safely I hope so. start to use them or clean up their act of what they're doing right now. So I always thought that, well, let me just start with this. Yeah. This is not like a paid advertisement by Healthy Living or anything. Oh, no. That, young Living. Young Living. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't even get exactly. It right. <laughs> See, that's how you know. Um, we just, we always want to have the best information possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Erin obviously knows a lot about this. She's been doing it for a long time and you are friends with her. So we brought her in. Yes. And uh, it just so happens that they apparently have a much higher quality product than anybody else. So we haven't tried it yet, but we will, and we will give you updates once. Well, we that's do. how you know it's not a paid thing because we don't even use it yet. No, we don't. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to learn a little bit more because when you look stuff up, like as she said, really tea tree oil is the only one that really stands out as long as you're using them appropriately, and that your dog isn't a you know your dog isn't offended by whatever you're using, then you're good to go. Right. But when you look it up on Google, I had a whole list of things that weren't supposed to be used. And I was like, you know, obviously listening to Aaron, you know, that's not technically the case. I never even considered the fact, cause we do this all the time of like with muzzle training and any mm-hmm. kind of desensitization. I never even considered a little dose and yeah. not, it, don't put it on the dog. Don't put it near the dog, put it on yourself, let it dissipate and then get near them, see how they react and yeah. slowly build up their, uh, their sensitization to it. I never even thought about that. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of scents that are offensive. You know, citrus scents are very strong for Mm -hmm. dogs. Cinnamon, very strong. So if you just falls to the wall and you don't even know what you're doing, you're dropping like seven droppers into a diffuser. Exactly. It all goes to the dose. You don't know like water to to essential oil. And we talked about that that pug with the tea tree oil Mm -hmm. that was circulating on Facebook where it basically almost went into a coma. Was it a pug? I thought it was a Frenchie. Oh, same, same thing. (laughs) Smushed face dog. Um you know, you never, never considered for it to move so rapidly, how high of a dose, like how many drops yeah. were in there, how close did the dog have an option to get away? Mm-hmm. So there's all things you need to consider. Obviously, tea trees off the table. Yeah. But with these other scents, just gradually build it up. And I like the idea of giving them the option, like don't lock them in a room with it. Let them get away if they need yes. to. Yes. Unless your dog's been like really exposed to it. Yeah. And like what I hope to do with Oakley, maybe really exposing a lavender and then we can leave him with lavender diffusing when we're not in the, you know, not in the house. I love lavender. That's probably one of my favorites, but I definitely want to look into the blends that they have because that sounds nice. And when she's talking about her kids calming down, I mean, let's do it. (laughs) So what you're saying is while I'm sleeping, you're going to put it all over me? Yes. 
calm me down. Well, you do have some anxiety, and I think that it'd I be do. nice for you to have something. At, yeah. I, we, You and I deal with anxiety very differently, but I think at night when you're having a hard time getting to sleep, I think that'd be nice to be, you know, diffused yeah. so you can calm yourself a little bit. Well, I definitely learned a lot from this one. Good. Me too. So I enjoyed doing it, and I hopefully that nobody... I know there's a lot of people who don't like to have things shoved down their throat, so hopefully you don't feel like this was some type of forced advertisement because it's not. Yeah. You can go on Amazon and buy, buy the $30 Continue kit if you want. doing what you're doing. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, I know what we're going to do when we finish up this podcast. Yeah. We're reaching out to Aaron and uh, exploring our options to calm our dogs down and it's, maybe calm you down. Yes, calm you down. But like I like what she was saying. Like They got rid of all the candles and the plugins, and like I do like a house that smells good. But we don't know what are in these plugins, and we don't know what's in these candles, and that's kind of scary. Yeah, it's like you you actually put zero thought into it. It's just because it's on the shelf at yes. the store, you think it's and good. and you get all these these advertisements like Yankee Candle, and like all this, like they're like, oh, here's you know, you buy two candles, you get six free. Sign me up, right? You don't, see it. Don't you come at my Yankee? Candle. I do love Yankee. They their scents are so good. I mean, they really are. Like they really put a lot in their candle, which makes the whole room smell. But again, that makes me think. Is it, is it all good stuff Yes. that, you know, um, so we need to kind of look into that a little bit more and maybe look at the things that we're using around the house. We do use, um, again, this is not an advertisement at all. We started switching to the Myers soap and like sanitizing spray and yeah, stuff I like, like that. that. Stuff. They, it's Maybe again about a year now, mainly yes. we, because they have really good fall scents and I'm a they sucker do. for fall. So I think we stocked up at target that one day. Yes. We they have, have pine. The pine scents, which is kind of like balsam fir. Acorn, which is like a, you're like a. Like a fall. You're walking through the woods in the fall. Wasn't there an apple one? There was like an apple cider. Yeah, apple cider. That was nice. I like that one. We got good fall scents. Yes. So, but I, we use normally when it's not fall or winter, we use the lavender one. And I really like it because I know that there's essential oils in it and there's not as many harsh chemicals. And, you know, we're taking a step back from that. So, especially now that we have a baby, I think this is something that we do need to put a little bit more thought into. We're not kids anymore. Yes, probably there's other, our, uh, our responsibility now. Yes, there's other, you know, other animals, other people at stake when it comes to the products that we're using that we're in charge of. So, so I'm going to finish this up with a study. I don't really have much of a fun fact today, but if you follow us on Instagram, there was one posted that we had already talked about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that come in today. I did. So aromatherapy for travel-induced excitement in dogs. That's a. This is published in the Journal of American Veterinary Medical Association, 2006, September 15th, by Deborah L. Wells. And the abstract is to evaluate the efficacy of the ambient odor of lavender as a treatment for travel-induced excitement. So all these dogs have traveling anxiety. They would diffuse lavender in the car, and then there was also a control group. And the conclusion was that traditional treatments for travel-induced excitement in dogs may be time-consuming, expensive, or associated with adverse effects, whereas aromatherapy in the form of diffused lavender odor may offer a practical alternative treatment for travel-induced excitement in this species. Dogs spent significantly more time resting and sitting and less time moving and vocalizing during the experimental condition. There was no significant relationship between dogs' behavior, sex, castration status, day, the order of exposure to each olfactory condition. So there is a published study that's been out for almost 15 years now that tells you aromatherapy works for at least for anxiety in the car. I love that. I think that's amazing. I always like the research that you do. I Sometimes I feel like I do it for myself. No, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. You're just really good at researching. I have never... Now, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, I was not good at school. 
growing up. Um, I was later diagnosed with mild dyslexia when I was 20. Here she as, goes. As if that was... Let hey, me play hey. the world's smallest violin for you. Oh, my God. You. As if that was going to help me from everything else in my life. Um, so when it comes to, like, researching, reading in general, I really have such, like, a negative connotation with it. So, like, when I see a huge paragraphs sometimes, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. So John is just significantly better at researching than I am. I don't have a huge passion for it but he I mean you can see on the show like he loves this stuff like I love the facts I love when someone's spewing them at me I love a good audible book as long as it's being read to me I love what he comes up with and that's why John's in charge of of that part of the show and obviously editing it because I'd pull my hair out with all my ums um but maybe that would make me stop doing ums if you made me (laughs) If you made me edit it. How about I'm just going to do a running tally and I'm going to, every time I cut an um out of your audio and like people are like, he leaves ums in. I leave about 2% of the ums in. I am saving your ears. I think I was good today. I'm going to compile all of your ums. It'll be like an hour and a half. Um, 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 (laughs) um, um. That's just me. Yeah. You should, uh, what's that uh, Christmas song that uh, everybody matches their Christmas lights to? Carol the Bells? I think, and you should use my ums to, to do the it. Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> yes, that one, that one. <laughs> I'll get started on that. It'll be ready for December. All right, that's all we have for this episode. As usual, why are you looking at me like that? Because he just did a really big burp, and I thought it might have been on on uh, recorded. No, that was the baby she's talking about. By the way, <laughs> he woke up. He's in my arms right now, being super up. quiet. That's all we have for this episode. Please like, subscribe, do all the stuff that I always ask you to do. Follow us on Instagram at Paulson University. And if you feel like the audio, well, at least our audio, I know that we were going through Zoom. We had some issues. We had to do Zoom through the phone, through our mixing board. So we lost some audio quality on Erin's end, and she's got her hands full right now with two kids. So They're hysterical. Yeah. So sorry that it wasn't perfect audio, but I think she... She was able to be heard pretty clearly. Well, if we weren't dealing with social distancing and stuff like that, the idea was for her to come here. Yes. Um, well, we got to so do it responsibly, especially because she's pregnant. Uh, she's going to be pregnant. delivering in, in two months. Yes. So we got to be safe. we got to do our part. So absolutely. If you notice our end of the audio, like what you're hearing right now is significantly enhanced. That's because it is. We uh, got new microphones, new, new everything, new equipment. We have a new mixer board that was gifted to us by our good friend Elvis. So that's all we have for this episode. Until next week, I will be talking to you Friday. I, I'm i not going to lie. I have not recorded it yet. I have not written anything for it yet. So I have no idea what this week's small bite is. So I'm going to be just as surprised as you are <laughs> when it when it airs. Everybody 7 likes Friday. a good surprise. I'll be there. I hope something's there. I don't know. We'll It'll be out. there. I'll talk to you Friday. Jamie will talk to you next Wednesday. Until next week. Class dismissed. <laughs>